Nebraska last week, Penn State this week, and a co-host that really, really regrets making prop bets next on Dotting the Eye with Davis and Chad. What's up, Buckeye Nation, and welcome to Dotting the Eye with Davis and Chad. Wow, uh, what a week we had last week. This week, we're looking forward to our first night game at Penn State. I'm pretty pumped up, man. What about you? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, this is probably arguably, arguably going to be the biggest game that we have all season, barring the team up north. Uh, and definitely, you know, getting through this game, um, the only thing that we're going to have to avoid at that point is uh, the virus itself. But before we go any further, I mean, don't try to skate you know, free from this, you, I'm pretty sure that, well, I'm pretty sure you owe me a speech because we had our prop bet last week. And of course we made three prop bets and you only won one of them. And I won two, which means I'm the winner. You're the loser. And you have like a heartfelt speech about how awesome I am and how much of a loser you are that I need to hear right now. So for those of you don't know, we made three prop bets and we do this every game. Uh, these are bets that we just kind of come up with the top of our head. Um, the first one was that I thought OSU would score 45 points or more. Chad felt like they wouldn't. So, of course, I won that one. First of then, all, I was screwed on an accidental touchdown by the quarterback that wasn't supposed to score a touchdown. Well, it didn't matter because we had 45 at that point anyways. I'm just saying, I was screwed in garbage time. No, you were not. So, stop crying about it. All right, Penn State scoring oh i'm sorry keep saying penn state nebraska last week we put them scoring 20 points and i figured they'd score 20 or more you figured they'd score less you got that one but we also did the over under on rushing yards for running backs only not including justin fields and we set that at 125 i took the over you took the under and not by much but i got the over on that so i am ready for my speech listen first of all i want to start off by saying this i feel like I was robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized cart. (laughs) Didn't even see it coming? Didn't even see it coming. Okay, number one. (laughs) Okay. Number two, I will say this. There comes a time in every man's life where you must reflect, okay? You got to wake up in the morning and say, am I who I want to be in my life? Am I where I want to be in my life? (laughs) And you know what, dude? I woke up this morning and I realized that no, no, I'm not because I need to be like Ben Davis. That's what I said to myself. I said, Chad, you wretched piece of shit. Why can't you be more like Ben Davis? And you know what, dude? I left to work the entire way. The whole way to work, I was thinking, you know what? He's better looking. He smells better. Like when he craps, it doesn't stink up the whole hallway in the house. I was just thinking about all these things that you have, you know, better than me. And I thought, you know what? For the rest of my life, if it kills me, if I die at 42 instead of 82, I will be more like Ben Davis. And that's how I plan on living my life. Wow, that was uh, a little bit uh, stalkerish, kind of. That was the biggest little, little horse shit I've ever said in my life. I'm pissed. <laughs> I lost, and it's bullshit. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the bet's a bet, and you know what? This is recorded, so for the rest of our lives, I don't care if the rest of my life is crap moving on. I can always go back to that little 15, 20-second section of this podcast, and I could live happily. So. Oh, my gosh. Mate, if you want to avoid it, all you got to do is make smarter prop bets. You know, 
I've been telling myself that for years, but somehow I just always find a way to just screw it up somehow. You know what I mean? And I oh, really yeah. thought I had you. I really did. I thought I had you for a while. I, I was a little bit nervous, but, you know, to be honest, uh, every single one of our bets were pretty close, which means we picked some pretty good prop bets in there because nothing was a complete, you know, like it was already done deal by halftime. Like it, it went into the fourth quarter, it could have went either way on any of our bets. So we actually made a really good bet. All right. Since you were, were talking about it, man, tell me what you thought of the game, dude. Tell me, I mean, what's your first uh, instinct on offense, on defense? I mean, what'd you think? Well, I've had I've had some time to reflect, and I have kind of two different feelings. I had my immediate feeling was, man, that was sloppy. Yes, we did win by thirty five points, but we you know we kind of made some adjustments and we looked a lot better in the second half. But both lines struggled. I feel like we didn't pressure the quarterback as much as I would have liked to have seen. But of course, you know, we lost Chase Young, so I can understand that can be difficult. But I, I kind of. You know, as the week's gone on, and I, I'm I'm a sucker for it too. I'll go back and I'll watch some highlights, and I'll really try to you know, kind of view it again, um, maybe a little more unbiasedly. And I think you could just see that you know this is the first time they're playing full speed, you know, and actually hitting someone and trying to you know do damage. So it took some time to get maybe away from that practice speed and that practice mindset, and you know maybe get hit in the mouth a few times and. You well, know, we certainly did, man. Uh, Nebraska came to hit. I'll give them that. Yeah, they did. Uh, they were laying they were, some wood out there. They were almost head-hutting at one, uh, one point. I mean, whether they got the targeting call or not, there was at least four or five different ones that they even had to go to replay on. So Let's start here. Uh, I mean, what would you think about the offense, the the Justin Fields attack? Uh, Justin Fields is going to be Justin Fields. Um, he He looks great. He worries me when he's running a little bit, and I'd like to see less of that just not because he's effective, but because he's so important to the team. But offensively, you know, I think the running game is going to find their stride. It's not going to be J.K. Dobbins. It's not going to be Ezekiel Elliott, but it doesn't have to be when you have someone as elite as Justin Fields in our passing game and our receivers. They just need to be good, not great or elite. They just need to be good. I don't and know, I man. Think, like, I'm, I think I'm not improve. ready to hit the eject button. You know, I'm not ready to to bail out on the whole thing. But I will say this, man. I really wasn't overly impressed with any of them. I really I wasn't. I, I don't. Yeah, I really wasn't. I mean, well, was it average? Sure, it was average. I mean, listen, I can understand, but I don't care what kind of running back you have. If all of the gaps are filled because they're stacking eight in the box, which that's one thing I realized when I went back and watched is Nebraska made a concerted effort to stop the running game. They kept stacking the box, kept bringing these blitzes, and there wasn't a lot of holes in there. What they did when they started to open the run game up a little bit more in late second quarter in the second half is they would run it out of like a trips formation where they would, you know, run to the weak side. So therefore they would have a better numbers. And then that's when we started seeing runs for eight yards, run for 10 yards, run for 12 yards. Schematically, they're going to have to be a little bit more smart with how they do the run game. They can't, you know, just call up a run play and we got, you know, big brutes in there and they're going to, well, I mean, I don't care how good a running game you have. If you have a team that's constantly stacking the box, you know, run games are not fit to be successful when you're completely outnumbered every time. I see that changing because some of these other teams, you know, are going to have to, you know, it's like the whole thing like, okay, let's let Justin Fields, you know, beat us with his arm, not let, you know, have the team beat us on the ground. But the problem is Justin Fields can beat you with his arm. So then they're going to have to get away from stacking the box and drop more people into coverage. And then that's going to open up things for the run game. So I think it's going to improve. And I, I think don't look too much into the first week. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not ready to bail. I'm not ready to jump ship. Um, but I will say that I really wasn't, like I said, that impressed with it. And it has nothing to do with how many yards we gained or what kind of defense they were running. It has to do with the backs that I saw out there, their explosiveness and the things that they were doing physically. I just really wasn't that impressed with. To be totally honest, I don't know if we have a number one guy out there yet. Now, it's really small sample size. We've got one week. We've got Penn State this week at night. I think Ohio State's going to make a lot of adjustments. I think they worked really hard in practice. As a matter of fact, I know they did because I've been listening to, you know, everybody that's talking about Ohio State football, period, in Columbus. And I know they had a really good week in practice. And, you know, I know things are going to change, and it's week one. Not ready to pull the plug. But, like I said, I just really wasn't that impressed, man. I I would like to see something more. I, I really don't know right now between those three. I think week one caused more confusion for me than anything else. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm in a similar boat, but again, I think you know just the sample size was so small. You know, even though Trey Sermon's played for years uh, in Oklahoma, I mean the different the defenses he was seeing in the Big Twelve are different than the defenses he's going to see in the Big Ten. Boy, and he just looks he, like he has no breakaway speed. Well, he didn't get a chance to get in the open field much either. So, I mean, it, 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 I'm just I I think I, do I agree our run game is not going to be as good as it has been in the last few years? Yeah. But again, I don't think it has to be because Justin Fields and the wide receiving core is going to be so good. We're going to be all right. Oh, I'm not saying we're not going to be all right. I just don't think we have a consensus number one running back. That's, that's no. where I'm at. And I don't no. think, and I think you could tell that by the fact that, I mean, when, be honest, in a, in a Big Ten game, and I know it's weird because of COVID and all that stuff, when was the last time we played three backs in a game? Well, I mean, the other back came in. Well, actually, we had like four or five running backs that actually got yards in that game. Um, we've had it. one. Go ahead. I think he really doesn't know. I just think Ryan Day. I think they don't know. They don't know. They probably don't. Fantasy. They probably don't. I mean, they didn't even have as much of an off season that you would like to have to even establish. Plus, Master Teague had been injured a lot of this time. So now that he's coming back in, maybe he's rusty just because he's still coming back from that injury. Um, even though he may be close to 100% physically, you know, mentally it takes you some time to get readjusted back to the game. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I just, uh, I'm not a Master T guy. You know that. I think he's a big bowling ball, three yards in a cloud of dust kind of guy. I don't think he has very many moves, and I don't think he's very good horizontally. Um, just a vertical runner. So I'm really not impressed with him. I was really looking for something else from someone else. It's kind of where I'm at. Overall, though, I think it was a very good first game. You could see them shaking the dust off after the first couple drives, um, and then they kind of got into a groove. So, How about our um, receivers, man? They're they're sick, and I, I don't care. I will fist fight someone over telling them that we probably have the best wide receivers in the nation, like, as a whole. I mean, we have multiple five-stars in there. These freshmen that we're bringing in. I mean, Garrett Wilson was a true freshman last year and was ridiculous. And then he was the leading receiver, you know, in his first sophomore season or game of the sophomore season. And then, uh, my gosh, uh, in Jigba, my God, like that, that boy has some body awareness. And he, if you remember like earlier that drive, man, he took a lick that, um, ended up being a targeting call that kicked out the number eight for Nebraska on that. And he popped up and like, all right. No big deal. And I'm like, good Lord. I mean, it looked like he got hit by a bus. And he got up and later that drive made that catch. And I just, it's unreal, the athleticism that we have at wide receiver. Like, it's its stupid. 
how good we are. I agree, man. And you know what? I was I was pretty excited to hear that Chris Olave is a go for the week. You know, no, he got shell shocked uh, in that hit. And honestly, those are the kind that uh, that worry I me. Mean, not even as much the uh, like the helmet to helmet contact, but when your head gets squished like that and there's nowhere to go, you know, that yeah. always kind of worries me. That impact. But I'm glad to hear that he's up and running for this week, and and he'll be back out on the field. But dude, I think our offense is just it's unreal, man. I, I really think we can pretty much do whatever we want to do through the air and through Justin Fields. You know, we get the running game intact and i i think we'll be just a three-headed monster yeah yeah i I think we're gonna be in good shape and i'm just really looking forward to see how much we improve coming into um this weekend's game so let's start talking about uh penn state obviously uh at the beginning i think the betting line was you know pretty low like around 10 and it's or maybe even like eight and a half or something like that when it first came out and it went all the way up to like 13, 14, kind of hover around 12. I think it's now around 10 and a half, but we'll just kind of base it if it's like around 12. Basically, just a touch less than two touchdowns, right? So, uh, I mean, to start, we, we, we did a poll on our, our group page. And um, I kind of put it like this. I said, basically, you know, are we going to win by um, over 20 points, like a blowout? Or is it going to be that we may not necessarily blow them out, but we'll cover the spread? Are we going to barely win but not cover the spread? Or is Penn State going to win? And the majority of the votes are actually for us winning by 12 to 20 points, which would be covering the spread, but not necessarily a huge blowout. And I think that's pretty accurate. I'd say our next highest there was people think we're going to blow them out by 20 or more. And then a few think, you know, it'll be a closer game. We'll still win. And, of course, you have your knuckleheads like in any group that think Penn State's going to win. But... I already know the two that voted on that, and they despise Ohio State. But they're still buddies of mine. They like to listen, like to give us crap, so I'm all for it. I'm all for it, too, man. We'll take whatever we can get. I got to be honest, man. Uh, you know that I voted that we beat him by more than 20. Yeah, uh, it was funny. I initially selected that option, too, and then I changed my mind the more I thought about it. And here's my take on Penn State. And I'm not even going to sit here and analyze this against this against this this year. Penn State, even though we are still like 7-1 and one against them over the last eight years, we went back-to-back years where we only beat them by a point. Last year when, you know, we had arguably one of the best teams in Ohio State history, we only beat them by 11. And with the exception of the Clemson game, that was our closest game of the year. Now, if you still think it was in the rain, it was a crummy weather game, Justin Fields fumbled twice, J.K. Dobbins fumbled, you know, they had short field a couple times. But... It's just there's something about Penn State, and I, I it's just it's it's the rivalry game now. Like the team up north doesn't feel like a rivalry game as much when you're watching it more like Penn State does now. So it just ha- has that feel that you know fluky stuff can happen. I mean, like you know when they blocked that field goal and ran it back for the touchdown, and we lost that year. Even if I feel like we are 20 points better than this team, I just have a hard time convincing myself that they're actually going to do that. What do you think? Well, you and I talked briefly before we started recording here, and I told you I think we are going to absolutely put the wood to Penn State. And the reason I think that— Hold on. What kind of wood? Well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pine? Um, Okay. Pine, yeah. Some birch. Um, (laughs) We—I have to be honest, man. This Ohio State team— Yeah, did we come out and play well last week? Offensively, yes. Defensively, there were some questions, some— you know, some definitely some improvements to be made. But I will say this, man, about Ohio State and about Ryan Day. Ryan Day is all about adjustments, all about adjustments. And this week in practice, man, they've been working hard. They've been changing stuff. They've been fixing stuff. And I'm telling you, as much as people think Penn State's coming out with something to prove because they lost last week, Ohio State's coming out with something to prove. And that is 
that we have a defense and that we are one of the top ten teams or top five teams in the country. And I uh, think that absolutely Ryan Day is going to pour it on. He's going to pour it on like Thanksgiving gravy, baby. Well, it's not top five. Like, he wants us to be the top team. He could care less about being top five. Uh, and the, you said something that I think it's understated so much. Ryan Day is so good at in-game adjustments that, you know, how many times that I always keep going back to uh, – you know, JT Barrett, you know, it was so predictable and it wouldn't work and they keep doing it and they keep doing it. I'm like, what are they doing? And you could clearly see that, you know, when something's getting not working or if they see something they can exploit within a series or two, you see us march right down the field like it's nothing. Like, where was that team before? And that's not necessarily because, you know, we did anything better than we did the first time but he's seeing things and he's i mean there's a reason why urban raved on him so much even leading up to him being named the head coach in the first place so i think that gets understated a lot is how good ryan day is and and like i said we've had our conversations about ryan day so you know where i stood but you know i'm a believer i'm all in i'm all yeah, in you weren't at day. first you weren't sure it was you, not you were like i was wow, an urban well, guy well i'm an urban guy too but at the same time like you know I kind of saw everything through the window dressing of, hey, they were grooming him. They knew he was legit. You know, this was going to be something that was going to be a done deal. It just happened sooner than maybe expected. You know, there's a reason why they gave him his pay raise um, when he was offensive coordinator to keep him from leaving and all this other stuff. Like, they knew this was going to happen. So I saw this coming a mile away. And again, it's another situation where Davis is right and Chad isn't. I'm not going to get into this now. Listen, I'm 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 still. This could be a whole show. That speech. I'm still living high off that speech. I mean, I listen. I, I don't even know if I'm going to go to bed tonight. Like I'm just. I'm so excited. It was a lie. <laughs> it's it's not a lie. It was from the heart. I felt it. It was it was legit. It. Yeah. All right. Well, how about some prop bets for this week? Okay. So we'll, let's do. We're going to do three prop bets, and then we'll uh, give. I must our, redeem myself. We'll give our prediction. Okay. Let's go ahead and do um, another OSU scoring points, okay? Okay. And I think I'm, I have a pretty good idea where you're going to lie with this because you're more in the realm of us blowing them out, and I'm feeling like it's going to be maybe sneaky close a little bit. So Ooh, OSU sneaky. scores 42 points. 42 points. That's over-under. 42 or more. So if you take the over, I'll even give you the 42. I'm taking the over. Okay, I'm taking the under. Uh, not that I don't think we can, you know, I don't think we've scored over 39 points against Penn state in the last four or five years, to be honest with you. Well, 2020 so, is a jacked up year, buddy. So here we go. Put on I, your belt. I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I hope you're wrong too, but I'll be honest. You know, I, I think we're going to, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to hover somewhere closer to like 38 points, 35, 38 in that range. So that'll but, be an interesting one to see too, because <laughs> I, 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 I can see it your way. I just have this feeling, man. When I woke up feeling like Ben Davis, I thought, we're just going to demolish Penn State. That's what I thought. See, that's not fair. Now I'm betting against me. How, how can I win this? This is this was my plan all along. <laughs> okay, just... <laughs> okay. Okay, so second second bet. What we got? I think we talked. Let's do Justin Fields' passing yards. And Ooh. he threw for 276 last week against Nebraska. Real nice balanced attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are playing a better defense so i went ahead and just said do you think he'll do pass for more yards than he did last week and we'll set it at 275 and i believe uh well, i'm taking I'm, I'm taking the under taking the under huh mm-hmm. well, i'm telling you what dude i'm going all out in this episode i'm going in line with the blowout i'm going in line with everything i'm taking the over i mean again i hope you're right 
And it's not that I'm rooting for it. I just, you know, he got pretty much whatever he wanted against Nebraska. I think it's going to be a lot more difficult and a lot more short passes, and we're going to have to hope to have good blocking, you know, have Listen, man, have you ever watched Animal Planet? Oh, my God, where are we going with this? Listen to me. Have you (laughs) ever watched Animal Planet? When I was 13, maybe. Okay, well, I want to talk to you about someone that's the king of the jungle named the lion, okay? When the lion sees what he wants, does he ask for it? Does he take what you give him? No. He goes out and takes it. He finds something in the wood, he bites it on the neck, and he takes it down. And that's Justin Fields this week. He's going to take it. 300 yards through the air plus. Mark it down. Again, hope you're right. You scared me there for a second. You were talking about lines. I, you know, we're getting ready to play the Nittany Lions, even though it's a di- different kind of line. But fair enough. You're going all out. Um, going all out. You're over two set. You're two seventy five or more passing yards on under. So there's two. Uh, third one. Let's do a defensive one here. Uh, last week, I think Penn State passed for like almost two hundred forty yards. I just have a feeling that they're a lot more capable. They have. They're the real good tight end, Fryermuth, and uh, some other speedy wide receivers that I think they're going to be at least good with their passing game against us, um, especially between the 20s. So I'm going to set it at Penn State passing yards at 225, and no I'm going I'm going above. I'm going higher. No way. Thank you you have little faith, sir. It's not faith. It's just, man, these Penn State games have been – you know, nerve wracking to say the least over the last handful of years. So I'm kind of like programmed to think we're going to get something very similar again. So well, I want you to know that I'm texting Kerry Combs right now and I'm going to tell him what you said. Uh, please don't. You know, I've always <laughs> liked Kerry. I don't want him to think poorly of me. <laughs> uh, right. so I am going to take I'm, the under because I so think I'm I, I really think our defense. I really think our defense is going to have to come out and make a statement. I think that they've been catching a lot of flack since last week, man, and I really think that Kerry Combs is going to make some adjustments. I think you're going to see a totally different defense this week. Well, I'm going to agree in the fact that I think we're going to shut down the running game a lot better, and that's another reason why I think the passing yards are going to go up because we're going to shut the running game down and we're going to force them to be more one-dimensional. So I think most of their offense is going to come from passing or um, Sean Clifford scrambling which you know we're going to spy the crap out of him and even though we can spy him it still doesn't mean we're going to stop every time he does it but i think we'll be pretty successful against a run game in my opinion i think we're going to struggle a little more with passing game so there's our three but we didn't come up with any terms that's kind of what i'm worried about here yeah because i i don't need another heartfelt speech like that one you gave me this time man that's going to last me for a while um so i'm trying to think when i win this prop bet what are you going to give me? Hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and make it uh, once we see each other in person again, which will probably be here in a few weeks. Uh, the other one pays for the other one's dinner. I'm in. The old dinner bet. I'm in. The old dinner bet. We've been doing the dinner bet since we were kids, over bowling games, over golf, over whatever it is. We've been now doing this dinner. dinner this dinner includes alcoholic beverages. It includes male one, beverages. It includes one tall draft and. And one short draft? <laughs> <laughs> one tall draft. And if, you, and if you're going to get a steak, you cannot go all out and get the $25 steak. Oh, no, 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 no. Dinner is dinner, sir. Well, then dinner I'm taking is you dinner. To, if I lose, I'm taking you to McDonald's. <laughs> Do not order 165 chicken nuggets either because I know better than that. Yeah, I've been known. I've been known to push the boundaries for sure. <laughs> Well, that All sounds right. good, man. Dinner bet. Um, Dinner bet. All right, give me give me your uh, score prediction then. And I kind of already know where you're coming from, but give me your score prediction. 
I'm gonna write them down too because believe it or not, our score predictions were really close uh, on the Nebraska game. You know, we were within total of you know seven or eight points on both of ours. So, yeah, I think you were like forty-two seventeen, and I was uh, I think fifty-six twenty-four. So we were actually pretty darn close. So I think we're I think we're a lot further apart on this game. I am going to go forty-eight twenty-one bucks. Okay, that's not as much as I thought you were gonna go, but well, I'm I, not, let me let me be clear on that. That's forty-eight twenty-one as the final score, but when the game is actually over, it'll be because of garbage time that they have twenty-one. Okay, I'm thirty-eight twenty-four, so I am covering the spread. Um, I don't think it's a twenty-point win. I kind of think it's gonna be moderately close. I think we'll stay just a you know a touch up most of the way. And I think maybe a little bit in the second half, we'd start pulling a little, but I think we, we went by two touchdowns. Nice. Okay. Well, you're wrong, but I do appreciate your opinion. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, I think it's going to be a great game tomorrow night. Happy Valley at night. And it's the first night game, man. I'm super excited about that. Let's wrap it up. Davis, tell them where they can find us. All right. As always, we're on YouTube. Um, make sure that you uh, subscribe to our channel, give us a like. Um, and if you're just kind of cruising around the car, you can definitely listen to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Google Play, and um, iTunes. So uh, make sure you give us a listen, give us a like. If you haven't already, join our Facebook uh, fan page, and we have a group. Uh, we're trying to get a lot more interactive stuff. And uh, coming soon, you know, we may be taking some callers. We may be getting more interactive with fans. So. Definitely let us know what you think, whether you're a big fan of Ohio State or not. We'd still love to hear from you. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Go Bucks. Oh, wait.